Flex and Stacy, threesome podcast number 117. Welcome, my friends, as we close out the year in a flurry. A furious flurry of fun. Even though uh, I'm on vacation next week, we could probably do some podcasts, Stacy, so we don't have to close out the year quite yet. Okay, good, because I wasn't mentally prepared for it. Unless, uh, unless you want to sit around and you know watch uh, movies till you die, like I'm going to. <laughs> No, I, I I enjoy my Lexi time. It's it's the high point of my week. I have a uh, giant fucking list of binge watching to do. True Romance. I will watch True Romance if I can. True Romance if I can find it. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I've had a very difficult time. I'm. I'm gonna have to go to like a red box or something and rent a DVD player. <laughs> I think this see, to see this. Point. Once you finally watch it, you're going to just hate it. <laughs> no, uh-uh. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> I hope so, because it is. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, I mean, anything Tarantino, I'm pretty in. Right. You know, and it's the, more the early Tarantino versus what he, you know, you can kind of tell what he's in, evolved into with, like, Django and... and Hateful know. Eight. Yes. Which I thought I was awesome. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, my God, That's I thought it was awesome. Seen. That Samuel Jackson scene where he lays out Bruce Dern is fucking awesome. See, haven't seen it. Oh, God. (laughs) It's worth watching the whole movie. See, I love Christoph Waltz. Yeah. However you say his name. And and I had never seen or heard of him before until that first moment of him, you know, as the Jew hunter in... um, Inglorious Bastard. Maybe the best fifteen minutes of movie I've ever seen. That for the beginning, where God, that was intense. Intense. Oh, I know. I know. It yeah. was just like you knew. You knew. He, he he was like Heath Ledger's Joker. Anytime he was on the screen, you couldn't take your eyes off him. He was. He was like so charming. The guy almost wanted to tell him his family was downstairs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It was like, whoa. Oh, he was just amazing. And I it's guess like, Tarantino has said that if he hadn't found him to play that role, that movie would never have happened. Because yeah. that role was so pivotal, but someone had to do it right. Yeah. And uh, Christoph Waltz is a brilliant actor. Yes. He really is. You know, it makes me sad now because he was in that and then Django, you know, and mm-hmm. he played, thank God, a nice person yeah. in Django. So he's not just the Jew hunter, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Tarantino Tarantino finds his people and keeps them. Yes. But, the, but now the, I see Christoph in, like, these roles where it's like, you know, he's the dicky, I don't know, yeah. record exec and stuff. And it's like, oh, that's so below you. Why did you take that role? To me, the star of Hateful Late is the Mexican guy who has his eyes closed all the time. I'll have to watch. Oh, God. He's he's so funny because he's, he's really an asshole, but he's, like, very uh, subservient to everybody, you know, putting their horses up and, you know, what can I do for you? 
and so we got but but in the end he's a dick <laughs> and it's like all their true colors come out the whole movie shot basically in one room 90 percent of it's in one room yeah they're like in this cabin out in the middle of this blizzard and the performances by samuel uh jennifer jason lee was amazing I mean, she played this batshit crazy woman that was uh, one of uh, Kurt Russell's uh, bounty hunter captures, oh. and she's like, um, she like murdered, axe murdered a bunch of people or something, and oh. and so she's a charmer, and she's fucking hilarious. She, I mean, she's funny as shit. So it was and one of those roles you could tell that was probably a lot of fun to play. Then, once again, when I look at that movie, nobody else could have played the parts of any of those people. Gotcha. Good to know. And when you look at any Tarantino movie, it's pretty much the case. Right. It really is. You know, when you look I at. I remember, like, Pulp Fiction. Before, you know, you saw Pulp Fiction and knowing that John Travolta was in it and it was like, really? <laughs> yeah. And then you watched that and it was like, good for John Travolta and good for Tarantino. Resurrected because, his career. Yeah. He did. It was perfect. And Res- it was so not his typical, you know, stuff. Yeah. Resurrected his career. Big time. Great movie. Oh, it's a you know it's sad to think it's like twenty plus years old now. So it it is a classic, and you know I can remember seeing it in a movie theater and just being like my mouth open the Mm -hmm. whole time because I'm just being blown away by what I'm watching. You know that moment with Christopher Walken. (laughs) Oh, the watch. Yeah. Yes. Because I was like, oh, I didn't know Christopher Walken was in this, and then it was Mm. like that's literally the only scene he's in. The man. And it was like the best. The man had to watch up his ass. <laughs> An uncomfortable hunk of metal. And now the watch belongs to you. <laughs> Bruce Willis is like looking at it like, thank you? I know. <laughs> what a terrible story. I know. <laughs> and, the, and the robbery at the end and Samuel Jackson just talking the guy down. Oh, and Amanda Plummer, just being herself, yeah. ape shit, you know, I gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> it's like such a random thing, yeah. but and the guy's like, shut the fuck up, shut up, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and Sammy goes, hey man, unholy, <laughs> unholy love for Tim Roth. I don't know why. Yeah. Probably from Reservoir Dogs. Uh-huh. Which is another great movie. God. Yeah, right. God. Mr. Blonde. Yeah, all those all those movies are amazing. That whole scene with him torturing the cop and cutting his ear off. Uh huh. Oh, whatever was playing was it was it Jerry Rafferty playing? Stuck in the middle. I think it was. I yeah, don't remember? Yeah, and he's like sitting there dancing, <laughs> and I'm just watching it. Like I'm laughing, but feeling really bad for laughing. But at the same time, I'm just horrified by what I'm seeing. But then I'm laughing. No, you're supposed to laugh. <laughs> You're always supposed to laugh in a Tarantino movie. Yeah, it's un it's unforgiven if you don't. I know. But he's 
he is one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if I told you about this, but I got a TV show to recommend. Oh. Um, yeah, and it's on Amazon. It's called Goliath. Goliath. Yeah. And uh, Billy Bob Thornton is the star of it. <laughs> so is it weird? <laughs> you know, it's it's not... It, he's not the weird part. That's kind of the cool part about it is he's kind of the normal glue of it everybody else is fucking weird including william hurt who's just troublesome as his former law partner who runs this huge firm and he never comes out of the dark and he's got a somehow ended up as a burn victim and half of his body and face is burn scarred and he wears these like John Lennon round clear glasses. And <laughs> so he's just odd looking. And he watches all the trials on video and he watches everybody on video. You know, he never leaves his office. He hardly ever goes out. <laughs> he sounds like um um uh Gary Oldman's character in the not Silence of the Lambs but the next one. yeah very much the same very much the same except um except a little more obvious with the evil okay yeah where gary oldman was kind of like you know (laughs) charming i just got this 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 droopy eye thing going on you know with my shiny burned skin because he ate my face yeah exactly (laughs) i think with that like he was so horrific to look at that that's all you could really pay attention to and then you were just like half listening to what he was saying and then it wasn't till later when you went oh he's kind of a bad guy (laughs) yeah very rich bad guy yes who's trying to catch another really bad bad guy who we Sounds all like American politics? Who we all who we all love? <laughs> yes, we actually have been taught to love Hannibal Lecter. Yes, because he, he's another one because he eats fucked up people. Off. Well, you hope he. I mean, you know he does because like he got yeah. what's his face Chilton there at the end. Yeah. I'm going to have having an old friend for dinner. But it's like he's almost the precursor to Dexter. <laughs> yeah. Except Dexter was able to um, mimic and, and pretend so much better. Uh-huh. Dexter was scary because he could literally be the person in the room with you that right. you have no idea. But as long as you were a good person, he didn't care. Thanks to his dad. Mm-hmm. Only because he was trained to be that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great show also. I got I, I have so much to watch over the holidays. I mean Will you be it, watching the, the new season of Gilmore Girls. Um you know, I have never seen a Gilmore Girls. I guess I should watch one just for kicks. You know, I watched How many seasons are finally, there? I think there's like seven. Oh, is there? Um 
I, and as I never watched it when it was on TV. I watched it like a year ago um, on Netflix because I was getting low on things that I really needed to watch. And so I watched that. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really good, clean humor for the most part. I mean, it, there's some semi-racy things every once in a while, but from a family show of this time period, it, it's, it's pretty clean. But I still liked it. Daddy's, I admit that it. Daddy's a black man. <laughs> it's okay, honey. Just cross the street. It's the way I it's picture that, that show. No, it's not that bad. Um, there are some really great moments. The the mom uh, of the the mother daughter she does not get along with her mother her parents at all and so I will say that in the seven seasons that I watched of that there are some pretty pretty horrific awkward family moments with like yelling and screaming and terrible things being said at each other and stuff it's not all ma pa Ingalls yeah it's not that clean what what was the show that Stephen Collins was on I always get them all Gilmore Girls Seventh Heaven yeah. Yeah, the child molester I never dude. I saw that one either. Yes. Which makes me so sad. He was in Tales of the Gold Monkey. And I love you know, that stupid show. You know, you know what's weird, though? I had a feeling about that guy, like, way before he got cut. Why? I don't know. Something was off about him. I, I mean, I, I wasn't thinking child molester or anything like that. I was just thinking, you know something weird like wife beater or something it, it was just it, there was just something off about him to me just looking into his eyes even on screen um it started in, in brewster's millions <laughs> i was just wow. like i was just like there's something unsettling about that guy to me. I don't know what it is. It's just it was just one of those things. Oh, he's just quirky and weird. I let it go, and then I find out this, and it's like you know, Lex, you may have better senses than you think you do. <laughs> Your spidey sense was tingling. Every once in I a while, up anything from him. Every once in a while, I hit it out of the park, like the girl with the bad pussy in Augusta. I've told you that story. Yes, your yeah. sense of smell. I saved her life. Anyone who does not know this, we've talked about this like once, but it was like a long, long time ago. Oh, everybody on the show time. knows it. Yes. Lex has this weird, weird sense of smell. And he can usually tell, if you're a female and you're menstruating, <laughs> and you're like anywhere in a 30-foot radius not, around Lex. Not menstruating, but if, you've, but if you've got something off about you you got something going on um i i will find it and chances are you're gonna find out literally sniff it out you're gonna find out you have a pussy issue somewhere down the line it's happened twice and lice is very charming about it Because imagine, ladies, you're sitting there at work, whatever. Who is the last person in the world that you want to walk up to you and say, "Hey, I smell something going well, on with you"? Well, face. actually, actually, I asked. Actually, I asked a girlfriend of one of the girls. I I said, "Look, this is weird." I said, and I've it's just happened a couple of times. I said, but there's a scent that gets put off 
that I can kind of tell when people are sick in certain parts of their body. I, 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 I said, I know this is creepy. I get it. But you can ask my friends over there. And I point over to Terry and Scott, and they, like, nodded. Who exactly, like, are people that I wouldn't want to go to either? <laughs> yeah. Say, is it true? Can he smell pussy? And, uh, and uh, she goes, all right, I'll let her know. And we got a call on the show, like, six months later. It's like, it's true. Lex has powers. <laughs> You always seemed to know when I was, like, on the rag. Uh-huh. Well, that's because you were a bitch. Had <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do that with smelling too. anything. <laughs> all I smelled was trouble. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> with a capital D. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I was always grateful when it started on a Friday. I was like, cool, by Tuesday we'll be good. You know, I gotta say, as a as a female, I've never used my my hormonal things as like a crutch. Like, oh, sorry, that's why I was being a bitch. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm getting older and I am nearing the end of my fertile life, uh-huh. um, the rage that is coming with it mm-hmm. is is really truly spectacular. I gotta tell you, Lisa has like one day. Before it all starts, where she's not, you know, homicidal or anything, but I can definitely tell that, you know, she's about to start. It's un- For me, it's, it's getting worse it's, as I get older. And, and with her. And, you know, I couldn't tell in the beginning, like, you know, four or five years ago, I had no fucking idea. But now it's getting to the point, you know, because she's, she's not that far behind you, age-wise. Right. And, you know, it's getting to the point where I can start to tell now, you know, that it's... Uh, there are times that I can actually, like, in the middle of of a an episode, let's call it, <laughs> where I can almost, like, have an out-of-body experience, step out of myself, look at myself, and just go, my God, you're such a cunt. Yeah. I can't stand you. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it right now, and I can't. I probably should go to a doctor. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. My, my I, cousin's I, wife I think, is the uh, same way. She And she's just like sweet, sweet. She even has like the cute little mom voice. You know, she's just like just and she's just the sweetest. I love her. And she has talked about the rage, the rage, the rage. I know. But seriously, what are they going to give you to control that? Nothing. I don't know. I you know, Xanax? Honest, but I don't want to... D- See, if this is where it gets all weird and just really fucked up for a woman. Because, like, there's there's hor- hormone replacement that's supposed to help you, I guess, through some of that stuff. But then that increases your risk of breast cancer, like, a lot. Uh-huh. And there's stroke risk. And it's like, you know, my God, do I just want to let it go all happen naturally and just grow a lot of body hair? Yeah, <laughs> should I just... What do I do? Or what should do I, I just... Do? Tell my guy what day to stay away, and I'll watch a bunch of sad movies and hope it passes. Lifetime. Yeah. I'm, I'm As I'm getting older, I don't watch Lifetime, but I get Lifetime. Yeah, you can't watch there. Lifetime because now they have shows on there like Unreal, which is just a bitch fest. <laughs> 
which is the knockoff of The Bachelor. Uh, oh, God, it's the best show on TV. Con- <laughs> Constance Zimmer should win an Emmy for that show. Really? Oh, God, she's so good in it. She is so fucking good in it. She just plays this bitch producer that is willing to do anything to get ratings <laughs> and just ruins people's lives to do it. Oh, you mean like Dr. Phil and Shelley Duvall? Yeah. We had mentioned that right at the very end of, like, I think the last podcast. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. How horrifying was that? I realize that was like a month ago now, but we've never talked about it. That just made me sad and Re- uncomfortable. Refresh my memory on that. Dr. Phil went and found Shelley Duvall. The actress. Who, like, lives, the actress, like, from The Shining. And yeah. Olive and Oil. Popeye, and Robin yeah. Williams. Popeye, yeah. You know, and we, we've we've actually mentioned her before because, you know, she was not an attractive woman. Uh-huh. Like, I've never understood why she had a career or anything. She's, if not in her 70s now, very close to it. And she has apparently, for at least the last decade, lived a life of, like recluse and and she's a hermit and it has completely let herself go if you can imagine what she looks like now as a 70 year old woman Mm -hmm. it's really unfortunate and they went and dug her out of her her home wherever she was in arizona or alabama or somewhere and dr phil did an interview with her and I did not watch it. I only read parts of it because I refused to give that man any viewing or anything. Um, Me too. She looks awful. And then it's just these questions designed to make her look crazy. And that's what their whole point was. You know, they're concerned about her mental well-being. And it's like, then just fucking leave her alone. Are you concerned about every person who is not perhaps quite right living alone in America? No. Why did you have to go dig Shelley Duvall out of her home yeah. and do this to her? It's really shitty. You should look it up and see pictures of her. It, it's it, it made me feel bad that this happened. I got two um, offers to be on Dr. Phil. Really? Why? Mm. Uh, the uh, during my divorce. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't do that. <laughs> oh God! I so schooled that little producer. Two of them actually. They called a year apart. She's like, she's like, this could be really good for your career and give you some exposure. And uh, I'm like, I'm a nationally syndicated radio host. I don't fucking need exposure. What do I need exposure for? You have. Dr. Phil is a terrible person. Terrible. He could have said no at any point, and he didn't. I said, uh, I said, uh, what? She she goes, well, I've heard your incredible story. I said, you haven't heard my story. (laughs) And she goes, she goes, well, she goes, um, you know, we're considering having this person on by themselves, and, you know, we'd think you'd want to defend yourself. I'm like, nope, I'd love to see that, actually. <laughs> and she she goes, she goes, well, she goes, uh, you know, wouldn't you want to defend yourself? I said, nope. <laughs> I said, there's nothing to defend. She goes, well, it kind of sounds like there is. I said, yeah, well, there's not. Wow. See, I said, isn't that, they wanted to use what you were going yeah. through and her going through to, 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 oh, see, isn't that slimy? Did you not want I, to take a shower afterwards? And I said, um, I said, you don't want me on your show. And I'll tell you why. 
because not only will I rip her a new one, I will rip him a new one. And I'll rip all of you a new one. And I'm good enough to do it. (laughs) I said, so while you're sitting around after the show's over trying to salvage what you can to make me look bad while all your shit's on the editing room floor, I think we could save us all a lot of trouble and just say no. And she and she goes, she goes. I think you're missing a big opportunity. I said, honey, I have forgotten more about media than you'll ever know. I know what you're trying to do here. I'm not going on your fucking show. It's nice. <laughs> you're you're out of your mind. I, I said, there's nothing here. It's just another marriage that had problems and went south. There's there's nothing amazing here, right. other than you're going to take somebody that's. You know, doesn't deserve this. You know, who who's asking for, doesn't even know what she's asking for. And you're going to put me on TV to do your dirty work. And I'm not doing it. I said, I, but I, it, <laughs> I said, but it is tempting to be face to face with him and expose him for the pussy whipped guy he is good she goes why do you think that i said because his wife's at every show (laughs) she gets up at the end and they hold hands and walk off she gets her little taste of national tv even though she doesn't have a talented bone in her body even when dr phil's fucking her nice very nice (laughs) i said so you know no the answer is no right now look up dr phil and shelly duvall so you can see the picture of her i just want you to see i will because of course it's all over and a year later i get the same phone call from a different girl And I went, yeah, I got this call a year ago. You guys hurting that bad? (laughs) And she goes, "Uh, I don't have any record of you getting a call a year ago. I said, well, I did. (laughs) I said, same phone number and everything. I saved it. She goes, you saved it? Why? I said, so I'll know it's you when you call again. (laughs) Duh. And uh, and she goes, well, have you reconsidered? And I said, I had your phone number. I could have called you, bitch, but I didn't. I said, why are you guys so interested in this? It's a marriage that went bad. I ended up seeing somebody before the marriage ended. That's new. I said, and. I said, I told her I was going to do it. So everything's been out front. Everything is, everything, there's been no deceit here. And she goes, she goes, she said, you've spent millions of dollars. And I said, we did. (laughs) (laughs) Most of it on legal fees. (laughs) <laughs> what yeah. terrible people 
Yeah. It's terrible. Oh, my. See, they put that on TV. Isn't that mean? Wow. Kathy Bates called and said, thanks. <laughs> Aw, don't do that. <laughs> she she clearly, there there are some issues. And, and you know, because at one point, yeah. Dr. Phil asked her what she thought about the death of Robin Williams. And I guess she she alluded to the fact that he's not dead. You know, so there were all these little things like this. It just... It was to make her look crazy and, mm-hmm. and to look like that, you know, and and why? What was the point? Honestly, anyone today outside of The Shining and Olive Oil doesn't remember her. Yeah. Just let her be. Just let her be. I mean, let's face it. If they're calling up her and guys like me, they're dying for content. <sighs> Don't you think? Uh, uh, well, uh, yeah. It's. I think Jerry Springer at this point had more class, you know. Yeah. That second girl, I was like, I was like, man, you need to call the last girl that called me. You don't want none of this. She goes, why not? She goes, I can handle myself. And when I'm not coming on the show, <laughs> I said it's not happening. It's a stupid story because it's commonplace. Right. What? You mean a middle-aged man left his wife for someone younger? Mm Mm-hmm. My God. My God. (laughs) Yeah, and and she's like, you know, uh, she goes, you look really despicable in this story. I'm like, I bet. (laughs) I said, but here's the thing. I'm not, and I can sleep well at night, knowing I'm not. And now tell me I have a small penis. Just, you know, twist everything you can. Go ahead. Keep telling me, because it's not going to work. My cock is strong. I said, but I will tell you, I said, it's a waste of time, because I will lay waste to everybody sitting around the table, and you'll be screwed scrimping to get enough video to do a show without making him look humiliated. Right. <laughs> Trust me on that. He said, because I come flying in there. I'm a middle-aged guy with nothing to lose. Guns blazing. Yep. Pew, pew, pew. It'll be Butch and Sundance, and I'm taking everybody with me. <laughs> Now, see, you could look at it this way, because he was a, a disciple of Oprah, wasn't he? Didn't, yeah. Didn't Oprah give us Dr. Phil? Thanks, mm-hmm. Oprah. Thanks, see, Oprah. Yeah, it, it was an Oprah person rather than, like, Maury. <laughs> at least it wasn't Maury calling you to ask, you know, are you someone's baby daddy? See, that's better. That's better to me. It's more honest. <laughs> It's not underhanded and pussy-like like Dr. Phil is. It's just straight up. You know, you want to take the test? Here it is. Here's the test. <laughs> it's, it's factual evidence. I get that, Maury. Love you, man. <laughs> By the way, if you need some of my DNA, go see Connie. <gasps> nice. Yeah. That's just the weirdest... She's like a, you know, respected newswoman. I I have always liked Connie mm-hmm. Young. And then she ends up with, you know, Maury and him doing that show. Yeah. <laughs> really? But she doesn't care. 
They're filthy rich. I bet you she does a little bit. I bet she doesn't give a shit. Those two, those two are deeply in love. Always have been. Well, that's good. That is good. Yeah. She's always been like, he did his thing, I did mine. I'm retired now. You know, it's a, you know, he wants to keep working. That's fine. But it's quite the love story, those two. Maybe Dr. Phil will try ripping them apart. He will. How many of those pregnancies that were discovered on Maury are Maury's? Maury's dirty secret. Yeah, the thing about going on Maury or Dr. Phil is you just don't care. You just can't care. And the 25 years on the Lex and Terry show prepares you for that moment. <laughs> It just beats any sense of pride or anything right out of you. It's like, here, I brought a demo tape as to why this show's not going to even begin to scare the fuck out of me. (laughs) But you, you should be frightened to death. (laughs) I I have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am Lester Burnham. (laughs) Just a man with nothing to lose. best scene in a movie lester burnham quitting his job and then and in the boss movie? reading his note <laughs> in what movie in uh, american beauty oh <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen oh it. god such a great scene <laughs> he's like and why should i why should i give you your severance because I'm going to tell everybody you touched me in the men's room. <laughs> <laughs> and jerked me off. <laughs> and to his credit, the guy sits back in the chair and he goes, Wow, you're one <laughs> twisted fuck. He goes, Okay. It's like, I don't want to deal with this. This guy, this guy doesn't care. Here's your severance. You know, it's just too bad that Kevin Spacey is such an asshole. It really is. Because <laughs> he's awesome when he's not being an asshole. Like, Well, I mean... Come on! I'm sure he's frustrated that he just hasn't come out. I guess I assume that... Everyone just knows that they they do, but he but he has an official. It's like they can't say it, but neither can he. But everybody knows he's gay. He just well, it's not even that though. But apparently, like he is such a a predator of young men. He likes them young. Oh, does he? Um, that like on set, it is known that you keep all young intern male interns and and stuff like just offset completely oh really because he will he he likes them not gay ah. he can get a not gay young man to blow him he's very happy oh i see yes i see yes well that makes sense <laughs> not really to each their own. It's just, I guess, it makes for a very hostile work environment. <laughs> well, that and that and uh, you know, I guess having a straight guy do it's where he gets his jollies. You know, yeah. ah, I got a straight guy to do it. I'm so powerful. Yeah. 
which we know Lex wouldn't. So see, Mm-mm. I'd love to pit you against Kevin Spacey. Yeah, he's like, you either blow me or I'm going to kill your daughter. <laughs> Go ahead. <sighs> you blow me or I'm going to tell everybody you're really gay. Everybody knows. Yeah. I do feel bad, though, that it's still, still now in this day and age that someone can't come out. I get it. And he I'm glad can. He just doesn't. Nobody, nobody cares anymore. That's what I'm saying. You know, that I think the atmosphere is a lot better, but... Um, that some still feel that they can't, and that's too bad. I respect a person not wanting to come out. I, I would I, never out someone. I just think there's some parts he likes to play he doesn't think he'll get if he does come out. Well, that is, I think, a fear of a lot of gay actors. Yeah. You know, it, it's... Uh... Unfortunately, would Brad Pitt have had the career he has has, has had if you knew that you know he, he loved the peen? Probably not. Mm-mm. Most definitely not. So that does, uh, I mean, they are actors. You shouldn't care, but people do. Well, I think, I don't know. And it's weird. It's a human psychological thing. I mean, yes, I know that I'm never going to have sex with Brad Pitt. Yeah. There's still that, oh, what if? But then as soon as you find out, no, he's gay, there is no what if ever, 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 ever. Yeah. (laughs) Then you go, eh, eh, whatever, I'll. I'll go look at the guy, you know, from from Suits or whatever. Gabriel mocked. Oh God, he's so hot. It's just not fair. Is he's not gay? Well, wait, well, wait a minute. Which one do you like? Do you like uh, him or, or him? Or him or Mike? Which one do you like? I like I like Gabriel mocked. Yeah. My God. Oh my God. Harvey. Oh Harvey. My yeah. God. I think he's like the hottest man on TV. Harvey's the shit. <laughs> I know, and he's such a dick, but mm-hmm. then he's like good, but then he's a dick, yeah. and then he's just hot and in a suit the whole time. Yeah, the uh, the, the the one that gets me on that show is Jessica. The um, Prince Harry's little... No. The red No, head. no, the, uh, the head partner. Oh, okay. Oh, um, she was... She was Princess Jasmine in Angel. Oh, <laughs> she was. She's also in a uh, Firefly, right? Oh, she's also Mrs. Lawrence Fishburne. Yes, that is uh, yeah. from Firefly. She is so fucking sexy to me. She is so badass. And she hasn't aged in like twenty years. Mm-mm. No, she's, she's exactly the same. She's extraordinary. That is, that is in the Lex wheelhouse right there. Really? Oh yeah. See, I would think the redhead. The red, the redhead's in the wheelhouse also. She's spunky and just a little bitchy and funny and mm-hmm. totally digs and, me. I get it. And extremely intelligent. Love it. <laughs> yeah, the redhead chick's hot. Yeah, no I doubt. I can't think of her name. It's been a year now since I watched all of those episodes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> It's one of my favorite shows. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I don't normally watch anything like for a hot person, but like he's just hot. He's officially so hot that I watch and go, my God, he's hot. 
<laughs> you know, I don't really watch anything for a hot person either, believe it or not. Yeah. I I, mean, I don't know if that's more of a chick thing because you men are so visual. But I think, I think A, because you're going to run into them regardless. No matter what show you watch, you're going to find an attractive chick on it. You can't say the same with dudes. Right. I know, since all, like all you know, um, sitcoms that are based on you know a comedian <laughs> who has like the weirdly hot wife, it's like really that's not real life, folks. Yeah. Dan yeah, like, and Roseanne was a real couple. Like like Kevin James and his new chick. <laughs> Is she hot too? Oh, she's smoking. <laughs> We had uh, we had Leah Remini on the other day. I wanted to ask her about Kevin James' new TV wife, and you know she speaks the truth. So I wanted to hear her just go, "Oh God!" But she, we were uh, too into the Scientology discussion. How'd that go? I didn't oh, hear. It, it went great. As a matter of fact, uh, I can tell you about it on the next episode okay. uh, because we have to break from this one. Uh, also, uh, you know, we'll get into some Donald Trump. Look at folks. I didn't bring him up. It's time for you to get your dose of Donald. <laughs> your douchey dose of Donald. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, talk about what he's up to, which uh, you know some some really good things. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's You're buttons. He's uh, he's surprising me. I know. Yeah. I'm going to bring some stuff up that's really impressing me. <laughs> so uh, you get ready. We'll uh, we'll do it on episode number 118, but we have to leave number 117. want to thank you all so much for listening to the Threesome Podcast. We appreciate you very much. Yes. And we will uh, talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.